Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Welcome. My name's Chandra and I am your host. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. I hope that wherever you are, you are super duper happy and well today. Before we get into today's episode, I want to do a really quick shout out thank you to Creative Wisdom, who shared last week's podcast episode on their Facebook page and tagged and mentioned um, me and the Transit Lounge podcast and some very kind words about what they enjoyed, I guess, about the podcast episode. So last week's episode was the five things that you need to thrive this year. So I just want to say thank you so much, Creative Wisdom, for posting that and your kind words. I really appreciate you sharing the episode because it's another great way to help other people find out about the podcast who might otherwise not know about it and it gives them the chance to have a listen and see what they think. Now this week's episode is going to be hopefully an interesting one. It's about the leadership skills that I think you can learn from a jigsaw puzzle. Now you might be wondering why are we talking about a jigsaw puzzle? Well, going back a little while, probably a month or so ago, I was on a plane and I watched a movie that included jigsaw puzzles and jigsaw puzzle competition. And it reminded me how much I enjoy doing jigsaw puzzles. And I also was sitting next to someone on another flight and she had on her um, iPad an app that was a jigsaw puzzle app and it was like oh I seem to be getting these little little cues and clues about jigsaw puzzles so I think they've been buzzing around in my mind and just before Christmas this was all happening and so after Christmas I was also thinking about wanting to have something to do some sort of activity that wasn't screen time especially before bed because improving the quality of my sleep is an ongoing project in my life So with all of that going on, after not having done any kind of jigsaw puzzle for years, I went out and bought a 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzle. It is a beautiful landscape image of Florence in Italy at night. There's lots of sky, lots of detail with all the buildings and the lights. Oh dear, you know, but I love the idea of completing it. And a few other people that I know have spent a bit of time over the end of year and new year break on puzzles. And so I felt really excited about just cracking into it. And then, not surprisingly, I hit a few hurdles. Now, it's been a couple of weeks, probably two or three, and the puzzle is still not finished. I have thought a few times about maybe just packing it all up again. And thinking this was a silly idea for various reasons but so far I've resisted 
And it's kind of been interesting to observe what goes through my mind about this jigsaw puzzle that is currently all over our dining room table. And it made me start to think about why did I start this in the first place? And probably more importantly, why am I persevering with it? So that's why I decided this episode would be sharing some of my thoughts that came up as I was pondering that that led me to be recognizing some of the leadership skills that I think that I am continuing to learn and improve from this massive jigsaw puzzle. Now, one of the things that I like to do in this podcast episode is to explore language and definitions. And so I looked at the Oxford definition of leadership and it described the or gave the definition of it being the state or position of being a leader. And so therefore that led me to look for the definition of a leader. And the definition was the person who leads or commands a group organization or country. So whilst they're the dictionary definitions, there's also many different managerial and leadership books and different leadership methodologies, etc., that when they are starting to explore how to develop leadership or leadership skills, that one of the starting points that seems to be common about becoming a good leader tends to include some element of self-awareness So what I've realized for myself is that more and more when I talk about leadership, I am increasingly focusing on inner leadership, leadership of self, because without that, I don't think you can lead others. That's my version of truth, but I just want to share that so you've got that context. And maybe that's because I've been working for myself for the last couple of years, and so I don't have the traditional situation of having a team around me. But I still want and do see myself as a leader and I want to be a leader in my life and in my work and the different work that I do for my clients, for my partners that I work with and even in my personal life with friends and family. So I guess when we think about leadership and leadership skills, you can look at it through the lens of the traditional scenario if that applies to you and you do have team reporting to you. But also, even if you don't, if you do, this still applies, but even if you don't have technically people that report to you, I still think that you can benefit from exploring your own level of self-awareness and building these great leadership skills. So let's have a look at the ideas that came up for me about the leadership skills that you can learn from a jigsaw puzzle. There are six, so I'm just going to go through them briefly. And it'll be interesting to see as we go through what comes up for you, whether you can see that connection and whether or not that's a skill that you think you might benefit from exploring or developing a little bit more in your current situation. So uh, in no particular order, the first leadership skill that I think jigsaw puzzles can help you develop is creativity because with a jigsaw puzzle you can see the picture of the end result you literally they give you a picture here is what you are trying to create and when you see that you certainly for myself you want to create that finished piece as soon as possible and to do that you need to think and act quite creatively to progress 
And I think this links to innovation. How do you approach challenges? Can you develop the skill of looking at things creatively, of looking at things differently? Because nothing new comes from repeating the same old things in the same old way. And with a jigsaw, for example, sometimes you'll pick up a piece and try and match it with another one. And it's actually, it's the right piece, but it's not the right way around. Or you've been working on a particular section and then realize, like I did the other day, that it's upside down. (laughs) So you need to look at things differently or try different angles. Uh, A side note on this, uh, which is a movie reference, I watched this movie probably a year or so ago called The Accountant. And it's an action movie and I really unexpectedly loved it. So if you haven't seen it and you like a bit of an action movie and movies that sort of have interesting twists or or, um, get you thinking, then definitely encourage you to watch it. Anyway, without giving it away, there's a scene in that movie, early in the movie, where a young kid is given a jigsaw puzzle to do and when they reveal the, the picture and how he completed the puzzle, it's just one of those moments in a movie where you're just like, whoa. Um, So I'm not going to give it away, but it's a great little jigsaw reference. Could be interesting to explore how many other movies are there that feature jigsaw puzzles in some way. Hmm. Anyway, so number one, leadership skill, creativity and innovation. Number two, the importance of having a strategy. Because unless you are some kind of awesome, I don't know, geometric puzzle genius, which clearly I am not, if the jigsaw I'm working on at the moment is anything to go by, you can't just tip all the pieces out and randomly start trying to look for matches. You have to have a bit of a plan. And different people have different strategies with jigsaw puzzles, just like in leadership. You know, but some of them include where are you going to put it and work on it, knowing that it probably is going to be taking a while. So it has to be somewhere that you can live with it being there for a while. And where are you going to position the box with the picture of the end result on it so that you can see it? You can then start breaking things into smaller chunks in terms of rather than trying to just deal with all 1,000 pieces, you might separate the colors. So you create a little section where all the blue bits are together or the the yellow or the green or the whatever. You can also start to separate the corners, finding the corners. Some people get very excited about identifying and locating the corners and building out from there or straight edges because what that does is it starts to narrow your focus a little bit so you can start to match things more easily, hopefully, and start to see progress. And with any project, especially big projects or even aspirations, something that you want to achieve, it's the same. You can't just decide, oh, I want to do that or achieve that. I want to get a new job or get a promotion or start my own business. I want to work for myself. I want to run a a marathon, whatever. You can't just randomly decide that and then just bolt out and start taking random action. Well, actually, probably there are, I know some people who do that as a regular thing as their strategy. And sometimes having a bias to action is actually really important and helpful because it can get you out of procrastinating. But generally speaking, 
random action is not going to be as effective as you having a bit of a strategy around your actions and the end outcome that you want. And as a leader, you need to be able to see both the big picture of where you're wanting to head to and be able to break things down into smaller detail, smaller milestones so that you can see and make progress and be willing to adjust your strategy and the action along the way as more pieces of the puzzle get put together, both with the jigsaw itself and whatever the project is. So having a strategy is a great skill to develop. Number three is resilience. Jigsaw puzzles and work and life can at times be frustrating. You can get to a point where you are just a bit bored or over it or thinking that it's all too hard and you just want to give up. I have certainly had all of those feelings in regard to this jigsaw puzzle. But at these times, what goes on is it will question your commitment around completion. And don't get me wrong, not everything that you start warrants being seen through to the end. But things that you care about, things that actually are really important to you, they need your resilience and they need your commitment because otherwise you will just bail out as soon as you hit any kind of roadblock or hurdle. So from a leadership perspective, you want to commit to showing up for yourself, if nothing else. And, you know, knowing when to keep going on something, when to persevere and push through, and when it's time to let go, is actually an incredibly important skill. And it can sometimes be very tricky to know. But I think that that links back to this overall concept of getting to know yourself better because I think that you do know in yourself the difference between when you are bailing out at the first sign of of a challenge or trouble or it being a bit hard versus when you're bailing out because it's actually just not a right fit for you. The fourth leadership skill is the importance of collaboration. Now, big jigsaw puzzles and big projects are a lot easier when you have some sort of help. Now, unfortunately for me, Mick, my husband, is just not into it and not interested. I've tried to sort of, you know, invite him to have a go, but he's just not into it. But I had a friend over uh, a week or so ago and on her way out as she was leaving, I said, oh, did she want to find a couple of pieces? And she stopped and she just spent a couple of minutes and she connected one or two little pieces. And in that moment, then she had to go, in that moment, it actually felt so good to have someone else contribute to the project, to the process, and to acknowledge that, oh, yeah, this is a big one. It's going to take some time. It's, you know, very addictive. Often we, and I totally include myself in this for sure, can get really caught up with trying to do things all ourselves. Things that we make harder because we're trying to do them when they're maybe not playing to your strengths or the highest value that you could contribute to others. And that is just another form of procrastination. And in my past working life, I have seen leaders be absolute hardcore micromanagers, which really just often results in very poor results and a very low team retention rate 
because it's just not motivating for anyone to be managed so tightly. But then on the flip side, there's leaders who collaborate, who give their team space and support and actually encourage collaboration. They encourage people to be asking for help. And that tends to be an environment where people tend to flourish. But what about you? Where do you sit on that spectrum? Do you tend to be a little bit like I have been in the past to try and do it all alone? Want to be seen as super capable and having it all together and you don't need any help? That was just so me at different times in my career. But collaboration is a great thing and a great skill for you to keep developing. Skill number five is remembering to step back and look at the bigger picture. Now, a big jigsaw puzzle like the one I'm working on, like any project or goal, needs you to be looking at things from the big picture, the long term. Anything that you don't already have in your life, your career, your business that you want to create or achieve is most likely going to take some time and some effort for you to get there. It's a commitment. And along the way, it's really important to remind yourself of that bigger picture, the longer term, of why you're doing what you're doing. And there's actually been studies that have been done that show the impact of you having a longer term commitment versus a short term and how our brains are actually wired to make things easier for us to do if they connect with your longer term vision or a longer term commitment. And an activity that I do with a lot of my clients in my different programs is called One Day Someday. And it was inspired by the book, The One Thing. And the activity actually asks you to identify something that you want to do someday in any kind of context of your life. Then through a series of steps and questions, you work backwards to link that someday outcome to what you're focusing on and doing this week and today. And with the jigsaw puzzle, I noticed that sometimes I was getting so fixated on one little section that I was working on that I realized that I hadn't even looked at the the end picture for a while. And so doing that, of actually glancing and looking at the picture of, hang on, what am I working towards? It actually helped me get some perspective on where this current annoying little piece that I'm working on or section might fit into the overall picture. And it helped me see some connections of how they might link up with something else or where in the overall picture it might fit that I just wouldn't have been able to see before because I wasn't remembering to look at the end result. And the same is true for any kind of project that you're working on or towards for yourself, for your team. It's really important to be thinking about how are you approaching this knowing that it is going to contribute to the big picture, the end goal, rather than just getting caught up in the micro of today or this week. And the last leadership skill, although I'm sure there's probably more, is the importance of allocating time and time management. With the jigsaw, you actually have to allocate time to do it. It is not going to just magically finish itself. Now, I went away after starting the jigsaw puzzle, I went away for work for a few days and came back and it's still there. There are still pieces everywhere, all on the dining table. And it's no more complete than when I left it. 
And it's the same with any other projects that you're working on, that you're aspiring towards, something that you want to achieve. The end result is very rarely just going to magically appear just because you've decided that you want it. Even though I know some people that are freaking amazing manifestors, generally speaking, you have to actually marry up some action along with the focus on manifesting. And that means actually allocating some dedicated time to the action that's required. That jigsaw puzzle is going to stay on our dining room table for as long it's going to take me to allocate enough time, focus and energy to complete it. Unless Mick completely cracks it and there's likely that we're going to be moving house soon. So there's some sort of deadline that's going to kick in at some point. But your goals, your dreams, your ideas and aspirations for this year, for your life, need your time and energy. And you need to be taking action to progress them. Otherwise, they will stay just messy, disconnected pieces in your mind. And no one 